plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. What I'd love to discuss today actually is probably a bit more on the hardcore sales side, but so important if you are out there building your business, building your practice, and really understanding the psychology and the process of sales is such a beautiful art that once you start really falling in love with it, you see it's one of the key pieces for building your business because without sales, business doesn't exist. And learning these different processes, again, isn't about manipulation. It's about empathy. It's about learning the language that's necessary for people to understand the value that you want to provide for them. So as such, I know that one of the biggest things that comes up in a sales process that causes so much cringe and anxiety for people that are maybe just getting started in sales is when objections come up. And objections often are viewed as something quite negative. They're viewed as something like, oh my God, I did my sales presentation and they had objections at the end. I totally failed as a salesperson. And nothing could be further from the truth. The first thing I'd want you to acknowledge is if you're doing a presentations and people are expressing any kind of objection, this could be things around inquiries and more clarifications about a certain product. Perhaps they're actually looking to speak to a partner or a spouse. They need to think about it. There's a lot of different things that can come up when it's a question of objections. We don't want to look at them as something negative. Objections are actually an opportunity for you to be able to go back, find answers, show empathy, acknowledge the client that they've asked a powerful question that you might not have the answer to yet. See, there's a discovery process of your own sales process, and that is when you start doing sales for the first time, you won't know what all the objections are that will come up. And so when you get started, know that they will come up and you won't know the answer. So what do we do every time they come up? we first acknowledge that they're a great question. They're a great valid reason for them to have. And as such, if you don't know the answer right away, which is, you know, if you know the answer to the objection, you start answering it on the spot. If you don't, it's always okay to say, that's a very good question. Let me find the answer so I can make sure to come back to you with the correct answer. And that way I know that we'll be able to move forward once we've actually gotten clarity on how that's gonna move forward. Is that okay? That is so much more better than trying to come up with a lie as to the answer to their objection because you feel you're supposed to answer it on the spot. Most people feel rushed on a sales call and now guess what? Because you weren't prepared for that objection, you're creating some breathing room which perhaps can delay the sale, perhaps can even make you lose the initial sale. But realize that there's a learning process and a journey for you to discover your sales process so that you can build it better. What does better look like is when you face an objection that has come up in a conversation before, how do we take it and see if we can address it within our sales presentation? Because the best kind of objection handling is the one that you handle even before they think about it so that they see that you understand them, you understand their problem, you understand what a world without that problem could look like for them and how your solution actually fits in their lifestyle. If you're trying to stay focused on getting work done and eating throughout the day is something you think about, have to decide, and you're not sure what to do, and you just wish an option was available where the right meal with all of the specifications you want be available to you, easy to make, under two minutes, 
Well, luckily for you, Factor is available where you have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. And you can enjoy over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons to help you make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? You can get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking up for something fast that's upscale option done very easily. It's flexible on your schedule where you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep necessary. They're 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup necessary. Head to factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and use code sellingwithlove50 to get 50% off. That's code sellingwithlove50 at factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. So if there is an objection that comes up saying, for example, oh, I don't know if I can make the calls at a certain time, then you can start looking into your business saying, oh, perhaps I want to add more calls that makes it more accessible for more people. Or perhaps in your presentation, you can disclose what the time is very early on, but frame it in a positive way, such as we have our calls on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. in Bali time zone. Now we do this because we want to include people that are going to be in Europe, in North America, as well as in Asia. And for some people that can't attend live, we always have the replays available right after it's done and you get to submit your questions in advance. So if you can't make the live call and you had a burning question that you need to have answers, you're going to be able to still ask it, get your answers and be able to watch it immediately after you wake up or later in the day. Because if that comes up at the end of the sales process, it's almost like you're defending yourself. But when you acknowledge it early, you get to have an objection that's very well handled. And when they bring it up, you can actually refer back to the fact that you've addressed it, you've thought about it, you've been considerate, empathetic, caring, and you're there to develop a product that suits the needs of everyone you speak to. There's a gazillion objections that can come up in a sales conversation. You'll have your common ones, your I'll think about it, I need to speak to my partner. Of course, I'll have to think about it often is a question of trust and you can go into some deeper types of, you know, ninja sales skills to be able to say like understood first off again, acknowledge all objections saying, listen, perfectly understandable. Everyone should actually make some time to think about it. But what I've realized is most of the times when somebody needs to think about it is because they're not sure that this product is actually exactly what you need. You're not sure about this company is the one you want to go with, or maybe you're not too sure about what I'm saying to you right now. In your case, out of these three, what do you think might be the thing that's holding you back the most? And you might want to see if you can continue the conversation, maybe get to the root of what that objection is, because most I think about it, I need to talk to my type of objections are really just a filter to prevent them from making a decision right then and there, you haven't been able to demonstrate enough value or urgency for them to make a decision. And again, if it happens that you have a conversation and they need to think about it, no problem. You're going to be on this sales journey where you might grow with it. You'll have enough. I think about it and you might schedule your next call to continue the conversation or I'll speak with my spouse, say, great, let's have them come on the call. Or if you're doing a business and you realize that you're in B2B sales and the decision maker isn't there, you reschedule the call with the decision makers there. And then you'll see a fascinating thing where these calls don't show up as much as you would have expected. So it's part of your journey of learning sales. The number one thing I want you to acknowledge and to realize if you're going to be doing sales and objections comes up, 
It's normal that they come up. You're going to go through the process of discovering your own sales process. You're going to be able to include ways to handle these objections before they come up as part of your sales presentation, and you're still going to have some objections come up. Welcome them. Silence is going to be the biggest thing that holds you back because you can't respond to silence. But if they're asking for clarification on objections means there is at least interest and there's more and more vocabulary language and techniques that you can use so you can help people open up more have better conversations with you and become more effective in your sales as well as long as we are caring and we know what we offer is so much more than we ask in return you get to keep selling with love and solve people's problems at the same time so go out there have more conversations welcome those objections and keep selling with love I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.